great, fantastic people out there. This is another episode of Not Another Gaming Podcast Resurrection. I'm your host, Joseph Burchette, and with me tonight, there is nobody else. No Lionel and no Mike this time, sadly. Why is that? Because the Video Game Awards is going to be happening when we would usually be recording this. So what I'm going to be doing today, just me, you just have me today, folks, I'm sorry. I'm going to do a quick episode where we cover this week's news stories. Some interesting stuff was happening. I'm going to probably blast through it pretty quickly because next week's episode is going to be, well, first of all, we'll have all the hosts on here. And we'll have we'll be talking probably about a whole bunch of new games that have come out and Jeff Keighley and how he hosted it and probably Samuel L. Jackson might appear again and a whole bunch of football players and other weird celebrities might pop up to try and play the game. So yeah, hold on tight just for a little bit and I'm going to move through these stories and then next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, as always, I'm going to go through each article and say the source, and then discuss the story. So first up for today, we have by GameIndustry.biz, Game Rankings to Close Down After 20 Years. Ah yes, for many who probably don't even remember the website, it's pretty much been taken over by Metacritic.com. It was a simple site, one of the earlier video game news sites where they would essentially give game reviews and also just give scores to all the games. It's uh, it's sad to see it go, but good news is that it appears that that team has essentially moved over to the Metacritic team. So the team that created the site, the original team, are still around. They weren't all fired, and they're actually going to be improving the Metacritic site, which has pretty much dominated this whole area of uh, scores, aggregated scores. So sad news to see it go. This is just like how we had the sad news when GameTrailers.com went away. IG ended up purchasing it, so it is still alive on YouTube, but um, the actual site itself is now gone, just like Game Rankings. So, we'll miss you, Game Ranking, but uh, it's nice to know that the team is still alive, and now move over to Metacritics. So, so yeah. Here's how they make something much better and more interesting. Alright, so, the next article for tonight is actually a clip a trailer, movie trailer, for a new movie coming out called The Free Guy. It has Ryan Reynolds in it, and apparently he is playing what seems to be a video game character inside of a video game world. Uh, kind of like GTA or something similar to that. Uh, I find it, uh, it was pretty funny. And apparently how it is is that he wants to break free from the usual of acting like a normal NPC, walking around doing the same thing over again. And he wants to break free from that. Kind of like Wreck-It Ralph, a little bit like that where the character wants to break free from their usual day-to-day. And uh, it seems to be, from the, the trailer, he, lo- he looks like he's going to become a hero of some sort. It's really fascinating, I find, that we're, a lot of video game movies tend not to do quite that well. But we get these movies that are about video games, and they tend to do a lot better and be pretty humorous. If, uh, I would say another good example that would be The Wizard, which is a classic that came out earlier on, I believe in the 90s, where um, about a kid who was like a prodigy, and he w- went across the, the country in the United States to compete in a big video game tournament. And a fun fact, Nintendo actually launched Super Mario World 3, excuse me, (laughs) Super Mario Brothers 3 
in that movie, which is pretty weird. But it was it was a pretty fun movie, and I would guarantee anyone who hasn't seen it to go check it out. It's not the most highly rated movie, but it's it's a fun movie. Then there was also the late, one of the earlier movies that just came out a little while ago called Pixel, which uh, is uh, it's basically about how aliens are trying to mimic the way that certain old-school video games were working, like Asteroids and Centipedes to try and take over the world. It has Adam Sandler in it, so be warned. But outside of that, another fun movie. This seems to be in that same... Uh, Free Guy seems to be in that same type of area as well. So it might be fun. And Ryan Reynolds has already proven that he's a pretty funny guy, and everyone loves watching him. So I'm going to definitely check it out, and hopefully uh, maybe you guys should too. See how it is. All right, next article here, just blasting through them by uh, PC Gamer. This news I'm actually really happy about. They are talking about how Final Fantasy VII Remake, which everyone is really looking forward to, only be exclusive to Sony's PlayStation 4 until 2021. Then after that, it's going to be available on a lot more platforms. I believe the Xbox and then PC, which is great. But then you're probably thinking, well, people have already are... Pretty much everyone who wanted to play it is going to be playing it on the, the PlayStation, right? That may be true, but it's always nice when you can kind of expand it a bit more and make it available to more people. So this I find to be pretty exciting. And honestly, I've been playing a lot more games on the PC <laughs> or Mac. I have a Mac um, than I have on consoles. There was no worry about being on the Switch. I don't think it's powerful enough to be able to actually run it, but we'll see. I am all for that, and I think a lot of people who have the Switch as well would be very, very happy. The only thing I think what might happen is that it may not look as graphically interesting as if it was on the PlayStation or Xbox, but who knows? No word so far if Final Fantasy VII will be on the next generation of consoles, but uh, I would not be surprised if it wasn't going to be planned for that as well. Next article here. Uh, Louis, oh, sorry, it's by Engadget. Louis Vuitton, which is a popular fashion brand, has actually been working with Riot Games, and they are selling a whole bunch of new clothing that's essentially branded with League of Legends, or I mean, if you want to call it, it's more gamer fashion, if you will, if you will. In this case, they are branding it all a biker jacket with League of Legends all over it, and also I believe they're doing ads, and you can actually buy digital content that represents all this new fashion inside of the games as well. I may be wrong on that, I might need to be corrected, but I, I do think they're working very closely with this fashion brand. Either way, it's uh, it's kind of crazy that we now kind of have gamer fashion and geek fashion, and it's become pretty popular these days. Oh yes, now, the pricing for all these different types of items, this biker jacket will only set you back $5,650. That's not a lot now, is it? No, not at all. And, of course, they're selling other stuff, like more, have, they have a whole fashion line. You can buy a t-shirt for only $670. Or, how about a hoodie for $2,420? Not that much money at all. That's <laughs> pretty expensive, actually. So, it's kind of crazy that we now have uh, all this type of fashion. And, honestly, I would not be surprised if we start to see more of this happening in the future. So, We'll just have to wait and see. I don't think anyone in their right mind is going to be buying all this stuff. But hey, League of Legends is a very huge game and we have very fashionable people out there. I'm sure all the streamers on Twitch and Mixer and all those other very popular uh, you know, channels 
would um, those people will be able to afford buying it and probably just show it off. So I don't know. This may may not become a thing. Who knows? Well, just time will really just tell. But I know I can't afford it now. If it <laughs> now if it was um, let's see what what's what game do I love the most? Nah, if it was some like Legend of Zelda or stuff like that or that kind of clothing, I might be a bit more tempted. Maybe like a Link hoodie or. Something like that. Who knows? I do have a Legend of Zelda sweater, though. I, I am quite fond of that thing. So we'll have to see where this goes and if we're going to see more gamer fashion. And if it does truly become more of a thing, will it be this expensive? And more so, will people be willing to pay that much for these fashionable items? Don't know. We'll just have to see. All right, moving on to the next story here. Uh, it's actually by Dual Shockers. Jeff Keighley hopes his legacy is greater than Doritos and Mountain Dew meme. So there was a meme a long time ago, which I'm not going to get in too much detail right now. Next week, we're probably going to go over this when we're talking about uh, the video game award show because he is the host of it. So I'm just going I just wanted to kind of bring it up a little bit. But he did an AMA on Reddit a little while ago and he was asked a lot of questions about this and <laughs> for people who don't remember this meme it was a pretty you need to look it up it was <laughs> it was a pretty embarrassing thing from him and it's kind of this lingering thing over his head now so we'll get more into this article next week when we talk about the the video game award show but um I'll just just wanted to bring it up and just get you thinking about it look it up see for yourself it, it was a pretty interesting time for Jeff Keighley <laughs> All right, so this is the final news article of the night. It's by Gama Sutra. Indie video game publisher Chucklefish apologizes after casting white voice actors for non-white characters. So essentially for the game that they were publishing, Wargroove, they had a very diverse set of characters. Um, but they had also put up the pictures of all the voice actors next to these characters and they were primarily white and a lot of people are kind of in an uproar because they, they feel that they just weren't giving good enough representation to all of the different groups of people out there by casting primarily um, white voice actors. I understand where they're coming for, um, excuse me, coming from, but personally, I do not feel this is that big of a deal. I feel the game industry is getting better at being more diverse. And yes, it is still a problem, but it's a person's voice. You can't really tell. I mean, if you're talking to someone on the phone, yes, there are certain uh, you know things you can listen for. But honestly, it, it can be very hard to tell what race you are or what your background is just solely based off the voice. So I am all for more representation and I hope we greatly improve on that, but I just don't think it's as big a deal as people are probably making it out to sound, making out to sound, excuse me, making it sound like <laughs> my words are getting jumbled there. It's still always good to have my diversity. I don't want people to get to think I'm having the wrong idea here, but I just don't think it's, that big of an issue um now of course my two other <laughs> hosts may have a very different opinion i don't know we might bring this up uh, next week but um i understand why chucklefish wants to apologize for this which um it's always great uh but i i personally don't feel it's that big of an issue i think they chose these particular voice actors because they were good at what they do um, I don't feel like 
you should be diverse just to be diverse. If the people you are hiring are really quality in what they do, then let them do it. Now, once again, I'm not against it. You, of course, should be outreaching and trying to look for uh, my a more diverse set of actors or you know actresses. But in this particular case, I think they've done a fantastic job in War in Wargroove uh, representing um, a very diverse set of people. So. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts and opinions on it. Everyone, of course, will have different ones. And I'm sure, like I said, my other hosts may have their own say on it. But um, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. And uh, yeah, that is it for tonight um, or morning, <laughs> depending on where you are in this lovely world when you're listening to this. But that's it for this week. Like I said, Make sure to tune in next week because we're going to be talking all about the Video Game Awards. It's going to be a pretty interesting discussion. But until then, make sure to take a, uh, check us out at HeyListenRadio.com to check out all the other episodes for our shows. We are currently working on revamping our anime podcast. And um, we'll... And you can check us out on Twitter as well. Uh, we're also on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. We do lots of Let's Plays as well. If you want to check out the Twitter for this podcast, you can look for NAGP Returns. But for everything else on Facebook and all the other places I'd mentioned, just search for Hey Listen Radio. And uh, yeah, that, I'm Joe, signing off. <laughs> well, until next week anyway. So bye-bye and uh, thanks for listening. Scoop-a-doo.